Welcome to Redefining Balance for Working Moms podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Uh, Yes, even for you. You might just have to redefine what it looks like for yourself. I'm your host, fellow working mom and founder of Your Life Rocks, Jenny Stemmerman. Each week, I'll bring you practical, real-life tips to help you focus on the things that matter most in life and be the best version of yourself in every area that God has called you to. Ready to redefine what balance looks like for you and your life? Let's go. Hey there, I'm so excited that you're here to hang out with me today. If this is your very first time finding the Redefining Balance podcast, finding Your Life Rocks, welcome. I am so glad you're here. Your Life Rocks is really all about providing tips and inspiration for working Christian moms, whether it's through this podcast, our YouTube channel, our mobile app, or anything else that we do. It's truly about providing more resources to help you be everything that God has called you to and to excel in each of those different areas. And if you are returning back and you're a longtime listener, then welcome back, friend. I am so glad that you are here today because today it's just me and you hanging out and we are going to be talking about what we can do in the next few months to kind of redeem 2020. It has been quite a year. I don't think that Anyone can necessarily argue with the fact that 2020 has been a bit crazy. But if you've listened to me for a while, then, you know, I always say that what you focus on, you get more of. That's not my saying. Everyone says that. It's like a common knowledge thing. But sometimes we forget that. And when we focus on how crazy 2020 is, everything's going to feel and seem more crazy and crazy and crazier, right? So if we can focus on different things, we can get a different outcome. And I truly believe that we can do that for this year because there's some truth here. God works everything together for our good. Now, lately I have been, I don't want to use the word obsessed, but I I will, kind of obsessed with the book of Romans and specifically Romans 8. I hope that you go over to YouTube and just type in Romans 8 and find a bunch of different videos of the reading of that chapter because I think that it is so powerful. I mean, really all of Romans is, well, for really being honest, the entire Bible, but specifically for what we're talking about today, I think Romans 8 is a great chapter for us all to be meditating on, focusing it on, and letting it renew our mind because it is time for us after everything we've been through this year to switch and to truly live by faith and not be consumed by the things of this world. Now, it's hard, right? Like that's one of those things that's so much easier said than done is to live by faith and not by fear. And we know that this is a truth, a biblical truth. And yet we find ourselves fearful or even if we don't want to use the word fearful, but worried, consumed with the things of this world. And, you know, in the past, when I have thought about things of this world, I'm using my fingers in air quotes here and thinking about how we're not to be consumed by them. To me, that's always been like my fleshly desires, my goals, my ambitions, you know, things like that. But when I really search my soul right now and I really spend some time with the Lord and allow the Holy Spirit to do its work in me, I'm really finding that the things of this world that are consuming me are things like our upcoming election or COVID-19 or the kids' school situation or the civil unrest. I live in Oregon, y'all. If you watch the news, (laughs) then you know Oregon has had its issues when it comes to civil unrest in the last few months. 
But as I'm reading the book of Romans, I am reminded that these things, they might be consuming for a moment, but I am reminded that while these are big things, these are big issues, it's not to treat them as something trivial that has no outcome or any effect on my life because that's that's not the case. But they don't change Jesus. They don't change the power of the Spirit. It doesn't change my salvation. It doesn't change the things that are eternal. They are things of this world. And while they might change my worldly presence or the things that are around me, my environment, or even my thoughts, or might have me pivot in different situations, it doesn't change the bigger picture. It doesn't change who God is or who I am in God. And while I'm saying this about myself, the same thing is true for you. It doesn't change who you are. It doesn't change how God sees you. It doesn't change the things that are eternal. But yet sometimes we get so focused and so consumed on things of this world and not of the things that are eternal. And I say this not to be like all preachy or to be like making us all feel guilty for how it's been. I mean, when things change on a dime and a lot of things have changed this year, it can throw us up into a loop. And while we might still be praying and we might be faithful and we might have hope for a future, it still can be consuming and it can knock us off our feet. But now is the time for us to get our feet back underneath of us, continue on the path ahead, guided by the lamp of the Lord. It's still possible. Even though all of this craziness is happening in the world around us, we can still choose to renew our minds, to quiet our spirit, and come humbly before the Lord and say, God, whatever you want, whatever your will is, I want to submit unto that for the rest of this year. I want to declare 2020 as the year that I fell to my knees and gave everything to you. It's the year that I let go of everything that was holding me back from truly just living for you, letting your will take over my life. So what are these things that we should be focusing on? Well, that's what we're going to dive into today. And I have five things, five action steps we're going to kind of walk through in living this out. If this is your first time listening to the show, you know, we often talk about things like our faith and marriage and parenting, our career, finances, health, our home and organization and cleaning and all of that fun stuff. And then we, you know, talk about friendship and some fun things too. But we always try to keep everything very practical. My goal with this podcast and everything really that we do at Your Life Rocks is that it's not just fluff. It's stuff that you can truly grab a hold of and do. I'm all about action. And so I hope that everything that we are going to be talking about today, that it provides an action, a a point that you can step out in your faith and do something that will bring you to a better place. Now, not to say that we really even need to do anything. I mean, just truly giving everything to the Spirit and letting the Spirit run with it. There's power in just that. (laughs) There's so much power in just that. But there's also things that we can be doing because if you're like me, sitting still and not doing anything, I just don't feel like that's what God made me to do. Now, some situations I have to, but I can still be praying. I can still be in action in my faith in other ways. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. And here's why I feel like this is such a big and important topic to be talking about right now at the end of August going into September is because I feel like and I've said this before, I can't remember if it was on uh, a podcast a couple weeks ago or if it was on a podcast for our Life Balance members because I do exclusive podcasts just for them. 
But August to me feels like such a transitionary month. You know, it's coming off of summertime and family vacations, if you had any this year. Um, But, you know, when the kids are going back to school, it's like a second new year almost. It's a time of refreshment come September. And August is all about getting the kids ready for back to school, going through the motions of doing what that requires as far as, you know, going through their school clothes and the closet and getting the school supplies and figuring out what classes they're taking. And, And for a lot of us, that looks very different this year. And so it can be very consuming. So when we talk about for example, the Life Balance course, which is the backbone of Life Balance membership, it's a 90-day system that we follow to create more balance in our lives. And while, yes, it's 90 days, it's three months, it's a little bit different of a cadence on the calendar than like an actual like quarterly plan. Say example, of like if you have that for your work or your career, where every quarter you have your goals that kind of contribute to your annual goals, Awesome. But when it comes to life balance, it's a little bit different. It's kind of like, and this is just the way I run it. You could you could do your 90-day sprints a little bit different. But for me, it's September, October, November. And then December is another kind of transitionary standalone month because it's Christmas time. And I feel like that just consumes everything as it should. So then we have January, February, March, and then April, May, June. Or sometimes there's another month in there. I kind of switch it around in the spring a little bit if I go from one 90-day sprint to another 90-day sprint. But August is always standalone. And September always starts a new 90 days. So for me, this is like the last 90 days of the year. It's my last big sprint in order to move closer to my goals. When we talk about moving closer to our goals inside the membership, we call it moving mountains because it is so wrapped around faith, but faith with action as well. And that's why I love August, because it is that transitionary month where we can really look at where we are. We can assess things. We can prepare things. That's why we have a 50% off sale right now in the Life Balance Planner. So you can equip yourself, get organized, get focused, get recharged. And that's what we're talking about today. How do we get recharged? How do we get renewed? How do we renew our minds so that as we move into September, we can feel free to fully follow the will of God for our life and not be held back by the things that consume us in this world. Because here's one thing that I have noticed is that the things of this world, when they start to consume us, it's like quicksand. We can't move forward. It's like we're stuck in place and it gets scary because we can't move. It's like it takes away our control of the situation. And one thing that I have noticed with a lot of control being taken away from people, whether it is through wearing masks or not being able to go to certain places or being told that you can't send your kids to school, whatever it is. But when we have that control kind of stripped away from us in one way, shape or another, whether it's for the good or it's not for the good, but it's taken away, we start to get angry. I've seen a lot of people acting in unkind ways, and I truly, truly believe that it is because we are constantly looking for a sense of control. But what if we were consumed not of things of this world? What if it wasn't like quicksand? What if we could focus on the things that keep us moving forward, that keep us in the spirit of loving each other and being kind and being the light in the world? Because that is truly what we've been called to do. Not to conform to this world, not to get sucked into the back and forth of the politics or everything else that's going on right now. And this opportunity is available for each and every single one of us. 
to focus instead on the things that are eternal, like raising our kids. Well, yeah, that's kind of of this world, but they're spiritual beings. And I don't know about you, but I want that spiritual being that I'm raising, those two spiritual beings that I'm raising, to be with me for eternity alongside our Lord. Fellowship, discipleship, and our salvation and our relationship with God and sharing the gospel with others, these are the things that we should be consumed with. Because when we get consumed with these things, we are consumed with love. We're consumed with the Spirit. And that is so, so much better than the stuff that has been going through my Facebook feed lately that I get all fired up about and I am done with it. I am ready to be consumed by the Spirit and not of the things of this world. So, friends, here are our five things, our five action steps on how we can truly live this out in our lives and not be stuck where we are. No more quicksand. 2020 is no longer the year of the quicksand that's swallowing us up and all of our control is gone. And I say that and I'm thinking it's a bit of an oxymoron because number one is to lay it all down, loosen our grip on the things that we feel like we need to control. Lay down the things that are consuming you. And this is hard. It's hard to not fight. It's hard to say, you know what? I'm going to walk away from this for a moment. I'm going to open up my hands, surrender to God. You're not surrendering to anyone else. You're just surrendering it all to God. Whether it is the school situation, whether it is relationship issues that COVID and the lockdowns have brought up between you and your spouse or other family members, truly laying it all down. Maybe with everything going on, you've experienced a career change. Maybe you want to have a career change. Maybe the light has kind of come on and you're like, wait a minute, what am I doing here? This is not where I want to be. We need to first lay it all down and ask God, show me what's been consuming me. What things have I been so enthralled with? that it is sinking me like quicksand? What things do I need to walk away from? What do I need to let go of? And just allow the Holy Spirit to guide you through this process. I know for me, there's some things that are really easy for me to answer and to throw out that this is what I need to walk away from. This is what I need to release because it is consuming me and not in a positive way. But am I really serving myself well if I stop there? If I stop at the easy things, the easy things to say, these things are consuming me and they are not right. Because I guarantee if I allow the heart surgery, the soul searching that happens when we spend time with God, when we spend time connecting with him and praying and allowing the spirit to search us, to pull those things out, it's painful. And we have to be patient with ourselves and we have to be patient with God. But that's the stuff that really can be transformational when we are allowing ourselves to bring it out of the darkness into the light, see it for what it is, and release it. Okay, number two is to commit your focus for the next 90 days to God. Yep, I know we talk about all of the different areas of life and setting goals in all of those different areas of life, but when we talk about balance here at Your Life Rocks, we're talking about the three main pillars. And if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you're like, Jenny, broken record. I know these three pillars like the back of my hand. But if you're new, remember, there's new people listening to this podcast all the time. So, which by the way, thank you for sharing the podcast with your friends to allow them to come and hear this for the first time. 
But number one is putting God first and foremost in our life. Number two, the second pillar is community. And number three are the systems that allow us to be everything that God has called us to be. But number one is God first. And sometimes we say that with our mouth. We might think it in our mind, but we don't really truly live it out. It's not something that consumes us, but maybe it should. Maybe this is one of those areas that we need to allow to get out of balance in our life. We need to be on fire for God and his will, not just for his miracles and wonders, but for who he is and for what he's already done in the salvation of our soul. So what if we say, God, you know, this whole year has been just amazing and not in the best way of using the word amazing. But I want the last part of this year to be amazing because I want to see the works that you do. I want to just give it all to you each and every single day. I want to give each and every single day of my kids to you, my marriage to you, my career to you. I just truly want to put you first before everything else between now and the end of the year because I truly know that that is going to be what renews me. I hope that you pray that prayer. I hope that that you decide to commit to saying, God, I'm done living for the stuff of this world. I truly want to live for you. And then moving on to number three, once you've done that, focus in on each area of life and giving it back to him. You know, this is why inside the membership, we have a Bible study called Setting Goals in God's Will, because it really is about diving into the scripture and seeing what God says about how do we parent? How do we be a wife? How do we take care of our homes? How do we be a friend? What do we do in our career? All of these things, our finances, all of the areas of life that we talk about, there are scriptures in the word of God that tell us what his will is for us in that area. He guides us in that area. People who say there's not a handbook to life and they wish God came with a hand or life came with a handbook. God gave us that handbook. It's the Bible. And there's scripture for all of those different areas. So if we say, I'm going to commit the rest of the year to God, And then really seek what those verses are and seek what God has to say about the different areas of our life to truly commit each of those areas. Because this is kind of where we can start to have a bit of a divide, right? Where we can say, I want to give everything to God. I want to put God first as the focus of every part of my life. But then we start, you know, thinking about our career and what do we want to do in our career in the last part of this year. Well, if we don't look at our career through the lens of God and his will for our career and using our talents towards his purpose, well, then we start to see it through the world's lens and through our lens. And we can start to set goals for ourselves that really have nothing to do with God. So this is where it's really important that we first commit to him. And then as we, you know, step number three is that we're really looking at each of those areas for his will and the way that we want to be intentional. And by being intentional about his will in that particular area, it keeps us from putting our own will in that particular area first. Moving on to number four, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you in this process. I mean, we cannot go this alone. We absolutely cannot. We need God by our side. We need the help of the helper, the Holy Spirit to come alongside with us. Romans 8, 
26 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weakness, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. For he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So even if we don't know, what exactly we need to be praying for. If we don't know exactly what we need to say, Lord, protect me from this. Lord, I want to give this to you. Sometimes we even spend a lot of time in prayer, like I was talking about number one, and we still don't have all of those things revealed. We know that there are things that are causing us frustration. We know there are things that are tying us down, and we can't always put our finger on it, but this is where inviting the Holy Spirit to come along this journey with you to really make the rest of this year all about God, he will intercede for you. The Bible tells us that that is exactly what he will do. And so bring him along this journey with you. And number five is to find your community. Fellowship is so, so, so important. Whether it be online, whether it be in person, whether it be a bunch of people or one person. But having that community, having another person to hold you accountable that can be praying for you and lifting each other up. Sisters, we need each other. We need to be praying for each other. We need to hold each other accountable. We need to hold each other up as we walk this out. We need to plan together, share ideas, pray for each other. And as we're walking it out and we start to kind of take our focus away and focus on the things of life because life still happens. There's still things that are crazy. People, you know, kids get sick and school gets crazy and work deadlines. And there's always going to be the stresses of this world. And it's when those stresses come in that we can start to lose our focus. But having that community to help us help to bring us back to where our focus needs to be, to remind us of the commitment that we made, that is the power of having that fellowship, having that community, which is our second pillar to creating that balance. Remember, the three pillars to having balance in your life is putting God first, which committing the rest of this year to putting God first. Number two is community, walking this out, not by ourselves, because we cannot do this by ourselves. We need to have that community around us. It keeps our world big. It allows us to not let our problems consume us. I mean, we were talking about some of the things of this world that are consuming us that are like big and of the the whole world is facing, but there might be things that are just unique to you that you are facing, individual to you. It might be a loss of a job or a loss of a family member or just something that you are struggling with. Maybe everything that's going on has brought about anxiety for you. And maybe it's something that you felt like you had control over, you have conquered in the past, but now it's kind of reared its head again. And it's starting to take you captive. Maybe you're dealing with things that are exclusive to you, to your family, to your situation. But when you're in community, my friend, those problems can start to seem smaller. One, because you have someone to share the burden of that with. But two, you are also not just focused on your own issues and your own problems, but you're focused on the problems of the sister next to you, the brother next to you. You're helping them, interceding in prayer for them, serving them. That is true love, my friends, and that is what the community is all about. And as we start to move into the future weeks and we have other guests on the show, you're going to hear us talk about different elements of different systems. 
And you'll probably hear me talk about our new Life Balance course. If you have been a Life Balance member in the past, we're revamping our Life Balance course and really living that out um, September, October, and November. And then in December, we'll have our Holiday Sanity course. And really all of those tools that we provide here at Your Life Rocks, all of the tools available inside of Life Balance. For one, our Life Balance members keep this podcast going. We've been doing this for five years. years. (laughs) And I tell you, it has been a labor of love for sure. Your Life Rocks has been a labor of love. Sometimes I'm like, Lord, are we done with Your Life Rocks? And he tells me no. So here we are. We are still doing it five years in. And by the grace of God, by the grace of God, and thank you to our Life Balance members for allowing the show to continue on and for us to keep growing into now YouTube and into other things. But really, inside the Life Balance program, the Life Balance course is the systems, the systems for creating balance designed for working Christian moms just like you. And so as we go into September, we are going to be revising the Life Balance course. And so if you're inside the membership, you're going to get to see that firsthand of what that looks like as we refresh it. It's much more directive. And we've done a podcast episode in the past, and you've maybe heard me talk about it because I think I've actually talked about it quite a bit, that you can't have a huge lifestyle goal in more than one area at a time. You can have goals in all the different areas of your life, but say, for example, you want to switch your career or you want to lose like 50 pounds or you know, maybe you're going through some relationship things and trying to really fix your marriage or some serious things are going on with your kids and you need to focus your attention there. You can't do all of those big things at once. You can say, I want to focus on my sleep. That's a good health goal. That is not a huge lifestyle changing goal, (laughs) right? You can do that while you focus in on, you know, paying off a little bit of debt or really tightening into a a budget if you haven't had one before. There's a lot of like smaller things that you can do in all of the different areas of life at the same time. I mean, when I say at the same time, I mean like in a 90-day period of time. So as we do the new life balance program, we're working in some of those bigger lifestyle goals, but then we're also walking out each and every single week a little bit more prescriptive. So the first week, we're going to walk into our faith and what that looks like in a balanced way. I mean, for me, I think that balance should or faith should always be on fire. So it's a little bit maybe not balanced, but that's the lens that we look at everything through, right? Is through the lens of God and his will. But what about all of the other things that have to do with our faith? And so we we kind of are going to be tackling that in a bit more of a prescriptive way to allow you to really create some systems that are specific to you. And our Life Balance members will have some coaching through that. We can ask me questions about your unique situation, and we can kind of help you construct what those systems look like for keeping your home organized, keeping your kids well taken care of, you know, being the wife that the Bible calls us to be for our husbands, and truly growing in our career and using our God-given talents to give back to this world. So I'm super pumped up and excited for this last 90 days of the year. And then we'll have Christmas time and December and it will be amazing and magical because this is what we hope for, you guys. We have to hope for the things that are unseen. Living by hope, living by faith, and not being consumed by the things of this world because 2020 can be the year 
This can be the year that God just does a 360 on our souls. It can be a year that he does a 360 for our kids, for our marriage, for so many things. And I've heard from so many women who feel like right now, by really putting faith first, the discernment that they are having in the spirit is so strong. And they just feel like they're hearing God's voice in such a clear and powerful way like they never have before, calling them to step out to do things that make no earthly sense in this world, in the natural. But you know what? God is leading us and and he is the one who's in control over all of this. So I just pray that he blesses you, that the Lord just is with you and your family as we end this year strong that he renews your mind, refreshes your soul, and really renews your hope because that is what we have. That is the faith that we have and to focus on the things that are eternal because the things that are eternal, so much better than the things of this world. I will link to our membership, Life Balance membership in the show notes for this episode, as well as the link where you can get the Life Balance Planner 50% off so you can be fully equipped. Now, our Life Balance members get the Life Balance Planner at an extra discount. I think it's like 70% or something right now. It's kind of crazy, but we really want to make sure that you have all of the tools necessary to live out the things that you learn inside the Life Balance course. Now, next week, I am joined by our good friend, Kimberly Walton, and we have an episode for you all about the division of housework between you and your husbands. It is such a powerful episode. I know you're going to love it. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss that conversation and share this episode with a couple of friends. Find those people that you want to have accountability and fellowship with and share this with them. Do these five steps together. Hold each other accountable. And if you are inside of our Life Balance membership community, we will be holding each other accountable through our podcast and through our membership Facebook group so we can all live this out. Thanks so much for hanging out with me, you guys. Until next time, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Hey, just because the episode's over doesn't mean we have to stop hanging out. Head on over to Instagram and follow me there. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Or if you're more of a Facebook kind of girl, join our community of working Christian moms just like you. You can search Your Life Rocks over on Facebook and connect with us there. And if you're ready to truly create lasting balance and get results in your life, maybe it's time for you to join Life Balance Membership. Download the Your Life Rocks app in iTunes or in Google Play. You can upgrade to the membership right inside the app. And if you're looking for more resources to help you create more balance, head on over to yourliferocks.com.